This is Cisco Chat Podcast. Each episode features Cisco experts discussing the latest technology topics from around the globe. As always, check out the show notes for links to more on today's topic. Hi, and welcome to another new Voice of IT podcast. Real answers from real Cisco experts, as read by some really unique characters. Today, we're discussing cybersecurity, maybe the most important topic in all of IT today. And while I'm sure our listeners understand how critical it is to keep the bad guys out, they might not know that these bad guys are just as interested in smaller businesses as they are in the big guys. To shed some light on this, we're excited to be joined by a wise old cowboy. Welcome to the new voice of IT. Yeah, that's me. Thank you, little lady. This here's this here's my pleasure. I think listeners have a baseline understanding of cybersecurity, or at least they think they have what they need to know. But what are the new basics? Cybersecurity 102. Well, your teacher's here, so you better just take a seat. And guess what there? I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think all of us have a basic understanding of what we should do to protect against cyber threats. You strap on our internet six gun so to speak <laughs> but the thing is the rules that govern this wild west of the cyber highways that's that there's change big way too how so oh well allow me to enlighten you because we are not talking about some pimply little whiz kid hanging out in his mom's basement playing world warcraft with a black hoodie <laughs> uh-uh times have changed Hackers today, they're sophisticated, very well-funded groups. Okay. I mean, those gall-darn people ambush you on the super internet highways just as quick as look at you sideways. And they're just as happy infiltrating five small businesses as they are one large one. Mm -hmm. They like to do the internet ambush, what I call it. So they are coming after you. That's what I'm saying. They're offering you bad medicine, but don't you take it. Mm-mm. Even though the internet is made for this. Yes, it is. You're with a very low investment. These gold dark hellbellies can gain potentially huge dollars. Small businesses that just don't have the safeguards in place that a Target or a Chipotle, even those organizations get infiltrated. True. You read about them getting hacked all the time. So you tell me, huh? What chances some little Lone Ranger have. You're listening to the new Voice of IT podcast. Today we're making IT fun again by getting Cisco's take on small business cybersecurity, as read by a wise old cowboy. So what is the answer? How do small businesses fight back? Oh, I think the thing to focus on here is the simple fact that there is no one-size-fits-all. Yeah. There's no 100% this here's what you need. This here's where you're having your problems, and this here's what we see as an issue. This here's what you should do in your company. Okay. Uh-uh. No, the best approach is a layered approach in which each system complements the other. Could I just stop you for a minute here? What are the key pieces of this strategy? There are really four key pieces we focus on. We're looking at email security, endpoint security connection security, and then visibility to see across the whole system, like looking across the the desert plains and watching the sun rise up, going, oh, Lord, you did it again. I see. Well, let's start with the email security, as that is the most common entry point for cyber attacks. 
is it really? Yeah. Cybercrime is getting so advanced that hackers can basically drop a piece of, uh, shoot, I won't even call it malware, because it's not really even malware yet. It's like a watcher. Okay. Yeah. It'll get into your system and essentially watch your network and see, like, you know, oh, I think I spotted me somebody, huh? This person here only talks to these here 20 people in her network. Okay. So I'm going to watch this person. I'm going to target her and send an email from her inbox to these people that looks like it's coming from her. We're talking cybersecurity as read by a wise old cowboy on the new Voice of IT podcast, Making IT Fun Again. Okay, can you give me an example of what a typical phishing attack might look like? I, no, I mean, give me a, I'll give you a for instance, all right? Let's say I'm in HR. Hmm. This email go to 10 people who trust me. Ten ballyhoos don't know that they're going to get bamboozled. Maybe it says something like, our system went down. We can't auto-pay your paycheck this week because we don't have your routing information. Now, recipients have every reason to believe they need to send their banking information. I see. They're not clicking out a link. They're not going out to the Internet. It's all internal, like your like your organs are internal. So it's not having to pass through the, the firewall or anything. Uh-huh. Even if recipients say, hey, you know what? I'm looking at this fella with a, with a shotgun, and it looks a little sketchy. Yeah. Can you, sender, man with a shotgun, please verify that this is legitimate? Mm-hmm. The hacker can literally respond or hijack that email, send out a little response and says, Oh, yeah, don't you worry about a thing. Sound like sound like my cookie around the fire. Say, oh, yeah, this, that, that's right. Send us your banking information. Otherwise, you won't get paid this month. Or we can send you a check. Pretty smart. Shoot. Ain't no one wants paper checks no more. That's a waste of trees. So the banking info comes across. So good email security is essential, ensuring that the connections are correct that things are coming from the sender they're supposed to come from. So you don't need my bank info? <laughs> oh, now you just, you just, you just get hold on to that banking information. You're good, all right? But what happens if something gets past your email security? You ever think of that, little lady? Mm-hmm. Endpoint security immediately checks the sender profile. Mm-hmm. If the sender has a disposition of sending bad emails, the solution won't let the recipient send that email to anyone in the company. Kind of like a blacklist. Indeed. Even if the domain that's registered is brand new, solid email security sees that the owner also registered 50 domains today. Well... Which is suspicious. Uh-huh. So it's not going to let that person send emails... And it's, it, you know what else that system's going to do? Mm-hmm. It's going to quarantine any files you've received and any that might have been forwarded throughout the company. Fifty domains. How would you know that? Uh-huh. You just asked me a real good question. In the case of Cisco, a team of Ph.D.-level people do nothing but study this stuff. I mean, their glasses got glasses. Security, day and night, that's all they do. Interesting. Basically, you know, they're just a bunch of really smart people who are in a continual spy versus spy match with hackers. Yeah, so they know what to look out for. Okay. 
Today on the New Voice of IT podcast, we're looking at small business cybersecurity strategies as read by a wise old cowboy. So email and endpoint security. Seems like we're getting a little fragmented. Isn't there a security catch-all, one simple fix? Listen, all this is one big problem, okay? There's not one thing businesses can employ to catch everything. No way. Maybe if you had a net the size of Gibraltar. If you remember earlier, we discussed the layered approach. Hmm? In fact, I think this here layered approach will eventually become law and that all businesses employ such an approach because of all these attacks exposing so much customer data. I can see that. Perhaps the closest thing to a catch-all would be a DNS layer protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that DNS layer, yeah, that would work. Something like 94% of malware uses DNS. Interesting. Yeah, uh, so if I, I have a piece of malware on my, on my computer, right, that's calling out to some sort of malicious domain, DNS protection is going to prevent that. So if employees are checking emails, uploading files, using apps in the office or remote, connected to your Wi-Fi, or whether they're even at home, everything requires DNS. Mm-hmm. All right? So a good DNS layer protection, well, that spans all vectors. Okay. How is that different from URL filtering? Well... DNS isn't just used for going out to a specific URL or specific website. It's used anytime people open an application or honestly do almost anything throughout their day. Mm-hmm. I see. Cybersecurity 102 and today's new Voice of IT podcast, Making IT Fun Again. Real answers from real Cisco experts, as read by today a wise old cowboy. So we've talked about protections from email, endpoint, and URLs. What's the fourth piece of the puzzle? Indeed. Most often, businesses come up to me and say, Excuse me, we want to fix X because that's where our problem is. Now, whether that be firewall or email security or, or whatever, but oftentimes this is just a small piece of a bigger picture that they're not seeing. You're just treating the symptoms as they pop up. You're not getting to the root issue. How are you going to uproot a tree by cutting off a twig? Right. For instance. For instance, a good security visibility system, that there watches the entire network and alerts you to the bad things or the bad medicine, that bad mojo that might indicate that someone has breached the network so you can take immediate action. Uh-huh. You could argue that this should be the first piece you add, but it's just as valuable anywhere in that dare spectrum. So multi-layered with each piece working together wins the day. <laughs> yeah, I think you're getting it. You're going to need a few systems no matter what. Listen to that. You go to the top of the classroom. <laughs> I think the way to look at it is to ask, what is each solution looking for and safeguarding against? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Email security can protect against spam. Well, it's not going to block DNS queries. <laughs> no way. And, and DNS layer protection isn't going to quarantine bad files, not only on the endpoint, but system-wide. And none of them are really going to provide system-wide visibility. <laughs> so each piece is essential to the hall. Mm-hmm. It's like rustling cattle. <laughs> if you ain't got a horse and a lasso and a saddle, oh, well, <laughs> you ain't getting them doggies home for supper. Well, yeehaw to that.
Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. If you're interested in learning more about Cisco security solutions and other ways to simplify your IT, please visit cisco.com slash go slash SMB. 